An accomplishment-driven leader nurtures the very best version of me. A new episode of The Wheelhouse begins right now. We're back. Welcome to Season 5 of The Wheelhouse. I'm your host, Dr. Grant Chandler, CEO of Students Matter. In this season, I'm delighted to again host a roundtable discussion with two of my favorite leaders in education, Penny Brockway and Catherine Money, focused on one of the foundational components of our framework, accomplishment-driven leadership. In season three, we explored the five arenas of accomplishment-driven leadership, how to plot a growth trajectory, and then how to use those arenas to do what matters most, serve our students by growing our people. In season four, we continued exploring ADL in this roundtable, thinking about the paradigm shifts we need to make on our journey to become accomplishment-driven leaders. In this season, we'll continue to explore this new destination, how to talk about it, how to think about it, and how to bring your team with you as you depart on this journey. At Students Matter, we believe it's our priority as educators to prove to each student and each teacher that they are distinctive and irreplaceable. Together, let's continue to step up to this incredibly important challenge and add additional tools and skills right into our wheelhouse. Good morning and welcome back to The Wheelhouse. I'm Grant Chandler with my good friends, Penny Brockway and Kathy Money, and it's the wee hours of the morning once again, and we are in the studio recording. Good morning. Good morning, morning. friends. Happy summer morning. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It is is beautiful. I've noticed, however, when I get up that it's a little darker than it used to be. In yes. the morning, the days are getting just a just a tiny bit shorter. Ugh. I know, and you know, I don't like it when you point that out. So I know I, 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 would I don't like, like for you to take that back, please. I don't like pointing it out either. <laughs> I right? don't like it. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> really obvious when you open your eyes that it's no, no longer June. Don't draw attention to this, please. Mm-hmm. I know it's yes. going to be August. It's going to be August. This it is going to be August. This episode will drop. On Tuesday, August 1st. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Often the month that uh, educators start to to really feel the crunch. Yep. yep. When that list of everything I was going to get done while I had the time, right? Mm -hmm. Crunch that baby down. What really matters now? (laughs) Students are going to be showing up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We put that list next to the one that says, what do we have to do to be ready for students? Right. And then then one list gets lost and the other one gets all of our attention in the month Mm -hmm. of August. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, welcome back to the wheelhouse. In our last episode, we talked about, we talked about the unexpected place, the, the the place which isn't really a place, but it is a it's just this movement by uh, accomplishment driven leaders to to be in spaces with I- intentions that are different that are different than what perhaps people are used to when they interact with and are led by more traditional leaders. And we kind of wrapped up that last episode by saying, you know, wouldn't it be nice if everybody understood that 
the primary goal of an accomplishment-driven leader isn't it's not about a getcha, it's about helping everybody grow, right? We grow. The more we grow, the closer we are able to get to this vision that we so often talk about. So today let's talk about, let's just talk, let's just take that four-letter word, grow. And you know, my question for us today is, you know, what would it look like if we were an organization that was a hundred percent committed? to every single person growing. I it's think, funny that you said that that's a, you know, that this four letter word, because, <laughs> you know, it, what it shouldn't look like is that, you know, being painful, right? And I often yeah. four letter words are, are words that, you know, I jokingly said, can we say that, you know, in this, <laughs> in our conversation, um, it can, it can be a word that maybe people don't want to to hear or be a part of. So it it shouldn't be painful. I'll start there. And I know Penny was getting ready to say something. So yeah. No, I I think about it as um every single person's gift talent that they bring, right, to the table has a place and a space. And as it grows, it helps develop as the person grows, but as their gift and their talent is embraced and it grows and develops toward that destination, it helps develop the path that gets us there. And in a way, it helps craft what the destination will really look like um, because that picture is forever living, ever breathing. And um, those who are at the table growing into it help also grow it and develop it into what it's going to be. Um, I think that might be why it's so hard to name exactly what the destination would look like if you were going to paint that picture. Um, you know the core of it, but what is this really going to look like in this place and space about the growth of the people that are there, I think? Yeah, and and unfortunately, you know, growing and the way we, we typically think of, of growing people um, causes people angst. And it causes people, uh, it, it kind of has turned that word, you know, into grow, into into that four-letter word. And, you know, I, 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 I'm certainly struck by the fact that it's August. And one of the things that happens in August is that we corral a bunch of educators into large spaces uh, and force them to endure what somebody, what somebody thinks is important uh, in terms of professional learning. Um, which is not what we're talking about. That is, we are not talking about um, those 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 multiple days in August that are painful because educators simply want to get ready for students, and we're often not given any time to do that because we take all their uh, all this time and we and we put it into this uh, you know check the box. We've we've offered professional learning. Uh, on a particular topic that somebody thought was important. So what's the difference? You know, because people who are listening are like, oh my gosh, all you, you know, you just, you just, you're just trying to sell professional learning. No, no, actually we're not. <laughs> it looks differently when we, when we think about this from an ADL lens, what's the difference? 
Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm going to, I'm going to try to put this out there and and really rely on the two of you to, to help this along because I am not a gardener. I am, am very much a, you know, hostas because they, they require no, nothing for me to do. Right. But that's what, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about this image of this, you know, beautifully landscaped area that every, every plant within that requires a different level of care. You know, this is, you know, uh, what, what, what happens in August with rose bushes and thinking about that sometimes it is, it is painful. It needs to be, they need to be pruned. They need to be cut back. They need, you know, all these different things. That's what, that's the image that's coming in my head with thinking about all of the adults in an organization really requiring, you know, how you get those little little sticks in a plant that tells you like it needs a lot of sun and needs shade. You know, what is, what does that look like? What if, what if each person kind of had their own little, little marker, like here, here's what I need in order to grow in order to be the best version of myself I can possibly be. And often we don't traditionally in education, we don't pay attention to those like me as, you know, as a gardener. Um, I just give them everybody the same. Everybody, you all need it because we have one day, we have a two days in August, we got to hurry up and do this. And, and we don't pay attention to the, the little sticks that each adult has attached to them. What do you, what do you think yeah. about that? <laughs> yeah. I love that. It made me think about also the fact that when you said all the different plants in the garden have their each each have their own little stick, there's also companion plants, right, that oh. grow better next to or grow at the same time and complement each other. So if I think about a vegetable garden, because, you know, I kind of like food, um, and I think about that, and when is your basil at its prime is when your tomatoes are beautifully ripening, right? And those two growing in and near each other and the fact that they complement each other, not just on the plate, but in the garden and help each other grow better. I think about that as well when I think about PD, professional learning, professional development, on the shoulders of one person to meet the need is absolutely never what we are talking about. An accomplishment-driven leader is not to be the teacher of every single. It is about helping people recognize the lean into each other and on each other to collaboratively work through and understand and unpack things and better um deepen the level at which they use and discover tools. So I think about those companion plants or those companion foods that come from that garden and that really help each other bloom. And when you think about a beautiful flower garden, and I think about all those colors that come from all those different plants that are in that garden together, that just, yeah, that's making me smile. I know Mm -hmm. they can't hear that smile, but you can see it. (laughs) We can hear it. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I think of I think of this gardener, whether you're talking about food or or flowers, doesn't mm-hmm. matter, right? We're, we we don't we don't organize our work as a gardener around an event. We don't like oh you know it's you know I'm going to do this today and I'm going to ignore this for the next three months, and then I'm going to I'm going to do something again. You know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll water those plants again in February, right? Because if we, if we organize our work as a gardener around, you know, sporadic events, nothing would grow. 
No, in fact, Grant, we squeeze it in sometimes in the smallest of moments, don't we? Like yeah. the weather's perfect. That one bed has not been weeded. I've given no fertilizer to that one plant. I'm going to do it right now before I head off to get this done. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. squeeze it. And so we, 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 you know, really good gardeners, really mm-hmm. good gardeners do something every day to nurture and grow something right they to grow something um and so i think that's also one of those that takes your takes your image to that level is to say you know this isn't about something we do on a particular day it's something we do every day and we really pay attention to that bigger picture right so we we do I'd imagine that a gardener really has this this vision, this destination for for whatever it is. So if we go to those vegetables, those foods, that we we know that in the end, here's what we want to happen to these these amazing plants. So what do I have to do daily? But also, what do I have to do to really pay attention to the bigger picture? You know, how do I have to respond if there's a, a massive storm coming in? If there are all these obstacles coming and going to be standing in our way that's going to get in the way of this, this producing at the end. How do I protect it? What, mm-hmm. do, what do I do to make sure that, that that plant, that person is shielded from those, those obstacles? And I think as an accomplished driven leader we are responsible for for protecting each and every person in order for them to truly grow and blossom so what does it look like and sound like and feel like if you are an educator it doesn't matter what level doesn't matter what your role is but if you're working in either a building or a district that's that's being run by one of these leaders. What does it look like and feel like if we are, if that person is creating the condition, right? And really trying to grow everyone. What does it feel like from the person who's on the receiving end of some of that attention? One word that pops in my mind immediately is intentional. It feels intentional. It's it's um in line with the way we're operating things are not surprises um so it doesn't feel like it came out of nowhere and um and when it does because we didn't communicate really well sometimes communication is always and forever a barrier but there's then the, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know I need to explain. I need to help you see how this links. I think there's that intentional piece to it that um, helps us understand the why, why, why we're taking this next step. I'm not, if I'm on the receiving end of it, I'm not surprised by the things that are coming next. They may be new to me. They may be different, but I'm not surprised um, that edges off a little bit. And I think I would add to that, that on the receiving end, I know that the person that's, you know, helping care for me, nurture this growth is very aware of what I need. So going to that word intentional um, that Penny brought up, that it's 
they they know what what's on my stick. They know how that chain changes the the needs for for me to be able to continue to grow. They they're aware of my barriers. They're aware of the level of support and that companionship that I need. They're aware of what complements me. They're they're making and helping guide strategic moves for for my growth that involves others. So I think it's a I I would say awareness. I think that builds trust, right? Mm-hmm. The process builds trust as well as it requires the trust. I feel on the receiving end that we're in this together. So when we think about and talk about that discretionary effort, I I want to be a part of it because I know there's this there isn't a a, a negative ulterior motive that we're we're on this path this journey together that I don't feel alone in, in this. I think that's great, Kathy. I think one of the other things was, and I'm, I kind of go back to your garden image of. It feels all inclusive, right? Whether I'm the smallest plant with, you know, total beautiful greenery and no flowering, gorgeous color, right? But all this beautiful, I am just as vital to that big picture as the largest plant that is, that's who they are in their nature and their size, right? That's how they grow and they develop and that's who they are and that's the role they take on in the garden and they kind of anchor that corner of our space. Um, They may appear to the eyes as bigger, but it doesn't mean they're more vital to the whole picture and the purpose and the intent. And so I think that provides that inclusiveness and that safety that's required for anyone to grow. How does this idea of living into growing and and working in an organization run, again, at any level, run by someone who's really committed to a different vision and to growing people in ways that are required in order to get them in the organization to that vision. How does that solve or impact all of this negative drama around what it means to be an educator in 2023? How does it impact the masses of people who are leaving? As you asked that question, Grant, I just took a great big deep breath like, (laughs) Right. But in a way, that's what it does. When the leader has that depth of understanding of each of the individuals, um, when a classroom teacher has that depth of understanding of each of their students, you walk through that door every single morning at nine years old, and you can take that deep breath and be okay. I'm not alone here. I'm in this with everyone who's here in this room. I And so in our chaotic and very unsafe feeling world of being a public educator, I think this level of leadership gives people the ability to take a deep breath and focus on what they're really there for. Um, and I think that's the way our students feel. When our teachers, as the leader of that classroom, develop this exact same ADL setting, they can focus on what really matters in that room. 
what they're really there for. And I think you you know, as an educator, re- regardless of what role you're in within the organization, if if people have your leaders have your best interest, have the students' best interest in mind, their actions match that. You're you're not afraid of the storm that's coming because you know that you have that level of of protection in barriers. There's there's that very safe space to be able to know that I can truly pour into do my 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 job. And I put that in air quotes because it's it's really about this, you know, this moral imperative to be a part of the lives of children that we're entrusted with. I can do that without this fear of I'm, you know, the storm's coming and I'm, you know, my I'm get, I'm going to be ripped apart, you know, literally, figuratively. I think about what that means all throughout, starting with the boards of education. You know, what it what does that look like for a a board that understands what it means to grow, understands their role in that growth understands what their role can be in in destroying the the individuals. So if I'm feeling in in education and understanding that it is it's more than worth it to be a part of education in 2023 because I'm surrounded with individuals throughout the entire organization that are headed in the same de- destination. We're 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 on this journey together. And we're going to, we're going to support each other. We're going to protect each other. We are not going to inflict damage on each other. You know, to me, I mean, as an organization that doesn't intentionally tear you down, I feel like this is a space that I can grow. We all want that as human beings. I am truly convinced that we all want that. And we want to be able to be in a space that we can thrive, that we can be better and better versions of ourselves. Because when that happens, we're allowed to help other humans, smaller, younger humans, be better and better versions of themselves. So I don't know, and I, I I'm a little bi- little biased because I don't, I just don't think there's any better space in the world. Than to be a part of um, being in public education, it's hard, but to be in an organization that truly supports the growth and the development, I, I, I want that. I live for that, and I think everybody does. But these mm-hmm. these sentiments and these conditions are, of course, at this point, not not common. Right? This is not what the average educator at any level at any level experiences on a, on a daily basis because if it were we're asserting in this in this episode this morning that people wouldn't be leaving in droves right and now there are lots of reasons why people are leaving in droves but one of them is obviously the antithesis of what we're talking about right that they're in places where they don't feel they don't feel safe. They don't feel nurtured. They don't feel like they can they can make a difference. They don't feel like anybody cares about you know what it is they're trying to do and how they're trying to do it. Uh, and so this falls on 
this falls on leaders to really think about and really examine what it is they're doing and how they function uh, as leaders, right? Which is why we're doing so much work and so having so many conversations around accomplishment-driven leadership because we think th- this is the paradigm shift, right? In a big in a big sense, this is the paradigm shift that our leaders need to really be thinking about if we're gonna if we're gonna solve some of the major issues that we seem to be that we seem to be burdened with today in in the educational arena of 2023. Any final thoughts on this? living into and being a part of this commitment to growth and nurturing of of uh, people within an organization? It's just hopeful. That's what came as you were speaking, Grant, to my mind. It is hope, though. It might not be the norm. Um, we might not see it everywhere yet, but I bet there's pockets. Mm-hmm. And I bet this is providing the hope for people to say, I'm on the right track and I'm just going to keep going. I might feel like I'm all alone, um, but I'm just going to keep going. And um, so it's so worth it. It's so valuable. Yeah. And I, I think to add to that, would that hope, being hopeful is that, you know, I, I want to be a part of this kind of a garden right? I, I want to be a part of a garden that is supported, that's nurtured, that is is tended to based on what all those those different individual needs. And, and my big, you know, takeaway from that analogy is that companionship and knowing that there are different plants, there are different people that you know, we we partner with intentionally and to be a part of an organization that is mindful of that, that allows for that, that supports it. Um, it is it is hopeful that and knowing that kids are going to continue showing up. We've we've got we've got to have educators that are that are supported, that are nurtured, that are able to grow so that we can continue to do this, you know, this amazing work. Thank you once again for joining me in the wheelhouse. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week. And that wraps up another episode of the wheelhouse. New episodes of season five drop every Tuesday, beginning June 20th and running through August 22nd. The wheelhouse is a production of students matter LLC. Our show's theme music off we go was written and performed by Cody Martin and obtained through soundstripe. If you'd like to explore this topic further and take our online series of four courses, Exploring Accomplishment-Driven Leadership, or if you have something you'd like to share or a leadership problem you'd like to see us address, drop us a line at registrar at ourstudentsmatter.org. You can find me on Mastodon and, of course, stop by our website and check out what we offer at www.ourstudentsmatter.org. You can subscribe to this podcast on either iTunes or Spotify, and it can be also found on many other places where you can get your podcasts or on our website at Captivate, and that's HTTPS forward slash forward slash the dash wheelhouse dot Captivate dot FM forward slash episodes. If you like our show, please leave us a review. I'd love to hear what you like. Together, our goal is to continually enhance and utilize our arenas of accomplishment-driven leadership. 
proving to each student and each teacher that they are both distinctive and irreplaceable as hard work. But being an educator is the noblest of all professions. Until next time, remember, we got this.